Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Eisenberg. He sure is. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Beaknicks. Good morning, Doc. Johnny, we got a comment uh, on our website on last week's show. We did. I read this. We did. You can make screen names and comment and stuff on thebeak.org, just so you know. Um, yeah, you can also just talk to us on Twitter. That's easier. But yeah, anyway. Whatever. You know, wherever. This comment uh, uh, came from Blissful. Okay. Yes. And she says, oh, my God, bears. That was so awesome. I love Johnny's poem. Oh, thank you. I, I didn't. It was very nice of you. Um, when will Doc read us his poetry? Can that be a topic? Original Johnny and Doc poetry reading? Please. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't write poetry. You don't. You're right. No, we don't like to not do topics, but to request a, a doc poetry reading it, is it, to it, request something that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could write some. I I, I could. Well, I could do. I could. Uh, I could improv one right now. Could right. Because what do I write? I write tweets. I pretend I'm writing novels that I never finish. Yeah, tweets kind of like a haiku. I mean, pretty much everything else I do is just improv off the cuff. That's right? uh, that's fair. So yeah. here, let me. Um, I don't want to leave you empty-handed, because you wrote to us. It's very nice. There once was a man named Paul Ryan. Oh, crap. Who made friends with some jerks with his lion. Right. He fell into a time machine. That's... Went back, <laughs> went back to the age of Constantine, and was eaten by a coliseum lion. It'll do. That's why I don't write poetry. It'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Paul Ryan's a, a Christian, right? So I Probably. feel like if he went back to Roman times, they'd feed him to the lions in the Colosseum. Well, I mean, there is the issue of uh, historical inaccuracy. Constantine is mostly remembered as the first Christian emperor who probably wouldn't have been into, you know, feeding people to lions, but... Well, I thought about that, right? And, like, one... Did you? <laughs> I couldn't think of any other Roman emperor whose name ended with, or rhymed with time machine. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I have, what, like... Ten seconds to do this. Yeah. And then the other thing is, like, uh, uh, other emperors like Caesar and Caligula, like, they don't rhyme with anything that sounds like Time Machine. Like, if there was, you know, an emperor whose name rhymed with TARDIS, yeah. then I could work with that. That's that's true. Yeah. And anyway, bo- uh, Caesar and Caligula both uh, predate Christianity. So they would probably feed Christians alliance. Why? They don't know what a Christian is. Well, they feed whoever the fuck the lions. Well, fuck it. That's true. They it's the Coliseum. It's fun times. Yeah, fuck, they're going to find some asshole and feed him to a lion. See, if they found Paul Ryan, they would feed him to a lion because he's a dick. That's And I feel like they'd know. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. No, they'd, they'd, they'd see him and they'd be like, I'm, I'm sick of this guy already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like we did. Yeah, no, I'm sick of him already. Yeah. But anyway, that's why I don't write poetry. That's a, that's several good reasons not to write poetry. Also, <laughs> up in that poem. Yeah, it's a fascinating roadmap of, of your process. And uh, thank you. It, and it leads us to don't fucking write any more poems, land. Yeah, that's uh, that's the country where you live. <laughs> it is, and I try to abide by those rules. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there we go. So, should we roll a topic that we can do? Yeah, I mean, unless you want to do a poem. Now, I mean, now if I had known we were going to be having a limerick party up in this bitch, uh-huh. I would have prepared. Just want to riff one, uh, make one up on the spot, make one up about like poem about Mitt Romney. Uh, there once was a bastard named Mitt okay. who talked a whole lot of that shit, <laughs> and uh, he blah 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 and he blah 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 and something something Mitt. 
I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. None of this matters. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. Well, let's roll the topic. Oh, okay. Yeah. See if anything comes up. That'd be. What if we did minisodes where just we did topics we can't do and failed? They were. We call them like failisodes. I feel like there is actually a market for that. And just keep that in mind. Yeah. No. Yeah. Should we ever? find ourselves needing a format change, I think that might be a direction to go in. Get back to us, listeners. Tell us what you think. About Phalosodes. Phalosodes. <laughs> or also, if you have a less shitty name for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Regretisodes. Ooh. Not bad, right? Kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Regretisodes. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's, uh, let's roll a whole fresh set of regrets right now. Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's do some math. Mm-hmm. This adds up to 30. Okay. And number 30 yes. is uh, Family Reunions, submitted by Cassie in Salton, Washington. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you, friend of the show. Family Reunions. Family Reunions. Interesting. Yeah, actually. Interesting to send to us, because we don't really have families. I well, mean, I don't have, like, a, a wife and kids or anything. Well, I'm, neither do I, but I wouldn't really call that a reunion. That's just being at home. Well, Yeah. But I feel like I'm starting off from a bad point. Because, you know, you go to a family reunion, it's your big extended family, right? And you bring the family that you have created to the family reunion. I mean, not when you're a kid, but once you're in your 30s, you know, it's like, oh, what did you bring? Uh, 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 that, that puppet you talk to and your cats. Okay, one, I might bring Dr. Soxenberg to a family reunion. Please film it. I have to. Please <laughs> film that. Do it and film it. I want to see uh, 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 Dr. Soxenberg family Thanksgiving, okay? Well, I mean, it would be Dr. Soxenberg as a guest of the Good Times family, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd do that, I think. That would be amazing. Yeah. 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 No, I think just, everyone listening wants to watch that. Dr. Soxenberg just pops out of the turkey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would be awesome. Yeah. And the reason my family reunions largely are not awesome uh-huh. is, I think, because they've been lacking in puppets. That's fair. There's never been a puppet at any of my family reunions. Well, that's too few puppets. Yeah, zero puppets is not enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, you're right. We, neither of us would be bringing much to a family reunion. We'd be bringing ourselves maybe some pictures of, of your cats or right. my puppets. And, uh, right, yeah. I have taken girlfriends to family reunions before. Okay, there you go. So now when I go to family reunions, they say, oh, what's up with that girlfriend you brought that one time? Yeah. And I say, I don't know. We haven't spoken in a couple of years. I, uh, so. <laughs> I, I've never brought someone, I've never brought a date to a family reunion. Mm-hmm. I've brought them to like Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. Okay. And then later on, my family will also say... Using a slightly different inflection. Right. What was up with that girl you brought? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, it, it, that's a word for it. Okay. That's why, I, uh, that's why I sit a lot of family events out. Yeah. That's one of the reasons. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the, the big family reunion? Right. You'd think, based on just what you've learned from sitcoms, uh-huh. that that would be a, 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 a ripe source of comedy. Sure. But largely it's not, because what happens at the big family reunion with, you know... I mean, the extended Good Times family uh-huh. is huge. Like, our family reunions have a minimum of 100 people. 
Interesting. All crammed into, you know, whatever. Like, we have to rent banquet halls and shit for this. We have to rent, like, like the... Like the VA hall or whatever. That is a lot of good times. Yeah, and all the men are bald. Every last one. Okay. I just, I remember being at one of them when I was about 16. I looked out at this sea of bald heads, and I just, I saw the future, and something died inside me that day. You need to be careful, too, because you rent a convention hall, and the sign outside says... Good Times Reunion, Well, then automatically, like, I, I feel like you're just going to get random people who are like, holy shit, the cast of Good Times! Well... This is going to be awesome! And they go in and they want to, like, see the guy who played Rerun. Okay, A, Rerun was on What's Happening. Oh, fuck, you're right. But who's a... Uh, Jimmy J.J. Uh, oh, Walker. Jimmy J.J. Walker! Yeah, 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 they're like, oh, is Jimmy J.J. Walker here? This is awesome! I don't even know if he's still alive. But the point is, not to break the fourth wall on you folks... Uh-huh. Uh, my family is not actually named uh, the Good Timeses. Oh, so they they do they but do they call themselves the Good Times? They do not. That's okay. pretty much just me. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, the family reunion just says the whatever the fuck our real name is reunion. Less fun. Yeah. No. Yeah. Less hilarious. We're, it's not the name of any TV shows. Right. Nobody's inside being all dynamite, you know. But uh, with no uh, with no Jimmy JJ Walker and with. A hundred or more relatives around, most of whom I don't even know. I think that would be a great way to spice up a family reunion, is also have a good times or what's happening uh, convention at the same time. Yeah, or just have, yeah, just bring a random celebrity to mill around. (laughs) Dress up as your favorite good times character. No, I mean, if we could just bring, like, (laughs) some random celebrities or celebrity impersonators or whatever, just to mill around, that would spice it the fuck up. Because as it is, it's a hundred people. I know maybe thirty of them. Ooh, next year have your family reunion at Comic Con. Nobody lives anywhere near that. We'd all have to travel. Nobody's going to do that. There's more than one Comic Con though. It doesn't have to be the New York Comic Con. It could be like any Comic. Well, I was making San Diego, but okay, <laughs> that would be harder. Yeah, that's even it harder. Would yeah, be fun. It'd be expensive, but it would almost be worth the trip. The point. <laughs> all right. That you keep derailing. Yes. Is that there is going to be at least 70, possibly many more people at this thing who I either have never met or Uh who I haven't seen since I was three. Okay, sure. And so where you think comedy is going to happen, mostly you just have to walk around and explain who the fuck you are to people who you're technically related to. There's not a lot of in-depth reuniting, in other words. It's more like... Uh, a series of polite introductions with people you share genetic material with. Yeah, it's like, okay. oh, hey, you live somewhere that I've never been, and I've never heard of you, and you're related to me through, like, uh, a, a great uncle who I never knew existed in the first place. Right. Because he fucking died in the old country or whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh, nice to meet you, I guess. I found out last year I have a, a long-lost, like, great uncle or something okay. who was like a secret family shame and turned out to be like a crossdresser and stuff and like no one talked about him slash her for like 50 years and I just found out about it recently and wow yeah yeah and apparently like they were like super black sheep and I I, I will never find this person partly because the a lot of the people who knew this individual are dead now and partly because I don't remember the name yeah well that's two problems yeah 
But yeah, no, that's that's the issue, is that the best you can hope for is that, like, in terms of comedy, is, you know, maybe something goes awry with the catering, and you can take pictures of the crappy food or whatever, you know? That's, yeah. And be like, hey, Twitter, look at how much this food sucks, ha ha. That's the best you can hope for. Maybe you find a relative who looks a lot like you, and it's like, oh, you want to trade places? And the guy's like, no, I'm much more successful than you. Right. Now, does your family actually do proper reunions, like, uh, just to do them? Because I, I feel like this is what my family does, and what I feel like a lot of American families do, is there, there's often no real proper reunion until either <laughs> someone gets married or more likely dies. That has been uh, the, uh, the, the source of a number of reunions, or at least yeah. partial reunions. The thing is, when you're dealing with... You know, a hundred, hundred and fifty people. Mm-hmm. If someone gets married or someone dies, chances are about half of them aren't actually going to know the betrothed and/or deceased. Well, yeah, I mean, like someone important, like a matriarch. You know, that's fair. That I mean, like uh, uh, last year, uh, shortly before my my grandmother passed, we had a whole bunch of the family uh, uh, gather at the old farmhouse in Ohio. Like, cousins I hadn't seen in ten years who had, like, children I'd never met. Yeah. that sort of thing. And, you know, realized, oh, holy shit, I haven't seen you in, like, ten years. And we're here because Grandma's about to die. And then we're going to sell the farm and we'll never see the farmhouse again. So let's, you know, go do all this stuff. And so it was a family reunion. But it was a family reunion as nice as it was. It very blatantly pointed out that we hadn't bothered to do it in a decade. Yeah, that's about how often we actually will sit down and do a proper reunion. Oh, okay. Like, once in a great while, it's let's get everyone together. I mean, like, the the last big one was when my grandpa turned 80, because he's sort of, you know, uh, kind of the family patriarch, and even the branches of the family that aren't directly his kind of, you know, know him. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's 90, 91 now. So uh, it's been a bit. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done a big one. Okay. Yeah, but uh, if he lives to a hundred, are you just gonna have a blowout? Oh my god! Yeah, no. Okay. It's, it, yeah, no. If he makes it to a hundred, we're burning Detroit to the ground. That's where a lot of them live. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's gonna be what takes out Detroit. Finally. <laughs> Wait, your family's from Detroit. Are you related to any Juggalos? As far as I know, I am not. Okay, maybe closet juggalos? Well, during ICP's <laughs> sort of first period of relevancy in the late 90s, uh-huh. I think some of my relatives kind of got into him just because, <laughs> you know, they were from Detroit and the, the, the Juggaverse was not quite as extensive as it is now. Right, right. But it, during the uh, the sort of second juggalo renaissance that we're living in now, I don't believe any of them have been taken in. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. But again, there's a hundred people who are not accounted for in this. <laughs> yeah, I could be related to, to mostly juggalos and wow. not know it. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck can say? It's like a Rob Corddry bit. Like, oh, you got some clown in your family. I could. <laughs> My family could be more down with the clown than any other family in this country. And I wouldn't know because I only have, you know, I'm only keeping track of the ones... You know, that are, you know, my aunts and uncles and first cousins and stuff. That's terrifying. That's like finding out you're related to Mormons. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) 
Exactly. No, I mean, just finding out that my my family would be all juggalos, it'd be like, oh yeah, up until thirty eight, we were the Hitlers, <laughs> <laughs> and then we changed it to the Good Times. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, family. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... See, okay, now, now, here's the thing about family reunions to me, okay, is is I always kind of evaluate things based on, let's say, my own procreative failure. All right. Right? Like, on my maternal side, I'm the youngest cousin. Okay. So, I don't have any siblings, so, which is inconvenient. But uh, uh, I'm the youngest cousin on my maternal side. And, you know, they've gotten you know married and had kids and stuff, so they're fine. And on my father's side, I'm actually the eldest cousin. Ah. So, and they're, you know, they're a bright bunch of kids. I got, like, you know, six younger cousins, and a couple of them are already in grad school, and a couple of them are on their way to college. And I feel like I have to be this, you know, mentor when I talk to them. Not that I've seriously fucked up, exactly, but, you know, I have to be like, okay, study hard. Don't just get drunk all the time. Don't major in the liberal arts, okay? If you want to major in the liberal arts, do a double major in math, okay? <laughs> You've got one good shot at this before you have to waste a decade of your life. That kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I feel like because because I'm 31, I don't have kids or anything like that, and I'm you know single and all that shit, so it's like... I know these cousins have, like, you know, a quarter of my DNA, and I would like them to pass that on, you know? Yeah. So I'm the cautionary tale to the family line, and uh, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, it won't get fucked up because of me being a role model. There you go. Okay, okay, you kids, don't make my mistake. Do good. Oh, no, I know. Pass on that family legacy. Not that I'm exactly a black sheep, just sort of the Generation X fuck-up. You're just the drunk sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing is, now, I I also have many, many, many cousins. Right. Who I I see more often than I see the the whole family. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because of, you know, various Thanksgivings and Christmases and whatnot. Sure. You've got the core family that goes out for, like, holidays. Yeah, no, I mean, I've got, like, my dad has a whole bunch of brothers and sisters, and they all have kids, and so, you know, all the the aunts and uncles and cousins get together for Thanksgiving to eat the dry-ass turkey and the shitty mashed potatoes that they make every year. Okay, yeah. Those potatoes suck. And they're they're bad in a different way every year. It's like every year, my aunt, who makes the potatoes, Uh she's like, oh man, I fucked up the potatoes this year. Next year's going to be different. And it is different, but they're still bad. Are we talking potato potatoes, or are we talking Hungry Jack potatoes? We're talking straight up real potato mashed potatoes. Okay. And every year, it's like they just they get ruined in a different way. And it's just like, put me in charge of this. But no, 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 I'm a man. I have to watch football while the ladies do the cooking. And it's like, I can cook so much better than you. <laughs> and yeah. you probably like football more than me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, most people do. They should let you cook. I'm good at it. Okay. Damn yeah. It. Yeah. But instead, I... Well, not anymore, because everyone's, you know, older now. Right. But back when my cousins were... When I had a, a lot of my cousins were, you know, under 10... Uh-huh. I would often get stuck keeping them pacified. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, oh, hey, Johnny, you know how a Nintendo works. Go 
make sure the kids are playing that while we do the important stuff. You know? To be fair, you do know how Nintendo works. Well, yeah, you yeah. press the on button. <laughs> I feel like any child knows yeah. how Nintendo works. No, so. it's a, it's an intuitive interface. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> the point is that I, I get stuck watching these kids, and I don't know the first thing about keeping children in line. So I end up overpowered by a gaggle of small children <laughs> who force me underneath a couch cushion and beat me with my own shoes. Technically, that counts as keeping them occupied. And then I'm yeah. running into traffic. Well, no, but I got beaten with shoot my shoes, which I <laughs> foolishly took off. I guess I learned my fucking lesson. <laughs> well, you could kick them away if you were wearing them, but... Your shoe friends have become shoe enemies. You, you don't need shoes to kick a child. <laughs> you just need feet. <laughs> the problem was I couldn't kick them because basically what happened was the couch cushion got removed from the couch uh-huh. and then I was put where the cushion normally goes. Okay. And then the cushion was placed on top of me making uh-huh. a little cushion sandwich. Okay. And then... Uh, uh, Any time I tried to reach out from my cushiony prison, uh-huh. I was whipped with the shoes while they <laughs> sat on top of the cushion. And if it had just been one of them up there, whatever. I, I mean, I'm, I'm skinny, but I could have tossed one kid off. Right. But with three of them up there, uh-huh. it was I just couldn't lift them all. Were these heavy children? Well, no, but there was three of them, and they were kind of, and you know, the weight was distributed, distributed unevenly, and yeah, they're squirmy. Little. You, I mean, <laughs> You know, you fling one off, and there's still two more sitting in the middle, and the cushion's just kind of flapping around. It's useless. It, it just, it's little just kids are deceptively fast. Here's the thing about little kids. You get stuck behind a little kid, like, walking down, you know, subway stairs or something. They're the slowest thing ever. But, like, that's only because they're fucking around. They're being pains in the asses. Because when a child is just, like, doing its own thing, they just zip around. They're like squirrels. They're like zip, zip, zip. They're running in front of you, and they're running back, and they're running into traffic and all this shit. Like, kids are faster than they let on. Oh, yeah, no, I can't catch a squirrel. No. I I wouldn't even know where to begin. No, no. No. Kids, children listening, when you're being slow and we're walking behind you, I know you're faking it, you little shit. Go on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, that, uh... Frankly, most of the the real horrors of, of family gatherings come from the other side of the family, my my mom's side of the family. Okay. And my cousin, I only have one cousin on that side. Uh huh. My cousin Fatty Jenkins. Fatty Jenkins, that is a great name for a cousin. And it's not his real name, of course. But you call him that. That's been his nickname for many years because okay. I mean he's not even so fat anymore. But he was a he was a rotund child resembling uh, Bobby Hill, and this predates like Leroy Jenkins by many years. Okay, by so many you, years. you independently came up with Fatty Jenkins. Uh, I think I stole it from somewhere, but it was some fucking website in 1996, back before anything was archived. And so, who cares? Fair enough. And frankly, you could have come up with that on your own. It's not a terribly original name. <laughs> oh, it's funny though. Yeah, no. He, yeah. Well, uh, the point is, uh, young Master Jenkins. Right. Uh, his dad, uh-huh. he was sort of, n- not a, you know how everyone has, like, the cool uncle who's sort of your pal and he buys you your first condom and shit? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe not condoms, but, like, I have a, a cool uncle who, you know, 
Yeah. Introduced me to Warcraft 2 in the 90s. Yeah, and like... The cool like, nerd uncle. Yeah, exactly. The cool nerd uncle. That's, like, this uncle, you know, he, that's who this guy was. He was kind of the cool nerd uncle yeah. who would, you know, spill family secrets to me and shit. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, the point is that from the time that I was about 13 to the present, uh-huh. he had this habit of, of calling me and, uh, or, well, calling wherever I lived at the time. When I was 13, I, of course, lived with my parents, and we had one landline because it was the 90s. Right. And uh, leaving messages that effectively went, uh, and I'm quoting here. Okay. Johnny, this is your uncle. Put your dick down and stop <laughs> jacking off and answer the phone. <laughs> These were messages that my parents heard. Your uncle talks like Precious Roy. My uncle does not talk unlike Precious Roy. Okay, so so we got Cousin Fatty Jenkins and Uncle Precious Roy Jenkins. Yes. And Johnny Goodtimes. Yes. All right, this is a good story. Well, the point is he would call me and leave me these messages. He leaves them on my voicemail to this day. Uh-huh. I can't hear them when he's leaving them. All right. He's simply sending stop-jacking-off vibes out into the ether, <laughs> hoping to break through the, 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 the frenzy of perpetual masturbation that he believes I live in. Uh-huh. But this isn't about that. Okay. This is about the time that my family and Fatty Jenkins' family spent the 4th of July together at our home in Indiana. Okay. I was about 14... And my uncle, seeing the beautiful weather outside, said to me, he said, Johnny, this is beautiful weather. We need to get a kite and fly it. <laughs> now, we could not find a kite at home. Okay. We didn't look very hard, but right. we couldn't find one. So he said, Johnny, we need to go buy a kite. We, get a, we all pile into his car, me and him and Fatty Jenkins. Now these days, there's nowhere in the Midwest that's not a ten minute drive from a Walmart. Not at all. So I'm I'm, I'm guessing this starkly predates that. This does. Okay. And yeah, Walmart would have been open on the Fourth of July. A lot of stuff was was closed. But or, it was or, probably back when like you had to drive an hour and a half to get to one. Uh, maybe half an hour, forty five minutes. All right. But yeah, quite a distance. Okay. But the point is, he didn't want to leave the immediate vicinity. Okay. And so. We go to a gas station. Mm-hmm. And this is where the day loses the plot completely. Okay. Because we get into the gas station, and he starts harassing the clerk. Excuse me, do you sell kites? <laughs> of course they don't. They're a fucking gas station. No, no. They sell and candy. Then, they sell porn. Yeah. They sell cigarettes. They, they sell gas. They sell gas, yeah. Maybe a map. Yeah. <laughs> and, but at this point, he, he loses it. He just starts looking around the gas station for other silly things to buy. <laughs> he sees the crappy hot dogs on the little rollers. Johnny, look at these hot dogs. We have to get one of these. I'll dare you to eat it. No, no, no. And at this point, I have become, <laughs> at this point, I've become the adult. I'm the only adult here. And I have to drag him out and put him in the car and say, okay, we're going to go look for a kite. Normally when I have these conversations, it's with a drunk person at 3 in the morning. This was 2 in the afternoon with a stone-sober, grown-ass man in, in the middle of the day, beautiful summer day. Shepherding two children. Shepherding two children. Okay. One of whom was me, one of whom was Fatty Jenkins. Right. And again, I'm taking over at this point. I'm in charge. Did you eat the hot dog? I We did not buy the hot dog. Okay. I was able to talk him out of it. Okay, good. Well, the point is, he says, I know who might have a kite. Oh, shit, I say who. And he says, there's a little store just over the Michigan state line. <laughs> We did live close to the state line. Okay. So that's still a weird thing to say to a minor. 
<laughs> Anytime your destination is a little store across the state line. That's never. Right. No. no. So we, we pile into his car. Because I'm pretty sure kites are legal in Indiana. No, they were. They okay. were. Okay. We head across the state line to the saddest, creepiest little strip mall you've ever seen. Okay. It was just empty store, smoky bar, empty store, sad little nuts and jerky country store, Uh empty store, empty store. Okay. The sad little nuts and jerky country store was our goal here. Okay. Why he thought they would have a kite is beyond me. All right. But God bless him, he thought they'd have a kite. I take one look at this place. It's not really a strip mall. It's like a strip fail. Yes. Okay. I take one look at this hole, and I think to myself, nope, 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 not going in there, not going in there. This is the this is a place that clearly sells clan robes out the back. Okay. So, no. And I tell him, okay, you guys can go in if you want. I will wait in the car. Uh-huh. And five minutes pass. Okay. And ten minutes pass. Uh-oh. And a little more time passes. It was less than 15 total. Uh-huh. The door of the little shit store bursts open. And out comes my uncle and Fatty Jenkins. And my uncle is waving something over his head that looks like an electrical cord, like an <laughs> extension cord, waving it like a lasso. Okay. And he screams to the car, Johnny! <laughs> they sell a four-foot-long pepperoni stick! They call it a Roparoni! <laughs> How did you not go into this magical store? <laughs> I want to go there right now! If I had known that such <laughs> wonders lay beyond the filthy glass door. Because <laughs> now I'm thinking, what else do they sell? If they sell Roparoni, what else could they possibly sell? Not kites. It turns out. Because at this point, the quest for the kite has been abandoned. We have obtained a roparoni. The day is complete. The quest is at its end. We are coming home richer for the experience and richer in processed pepperoni stick. I have to know, what does one do with four feet of roparoni? Well, I'll tell you what Fatty Jenkins did with it. Okay. Which is, whilst we were driving home, he rolled down the car window held it out and let it flap in the breeze and slap against the back windows of the car. He got to sit in front. So I'm sitting in the back, and this roperoni is just flogging against my window the whole ride home. And then we get home, and he waddles across the driveway, dragging the roperoni behind him, and then goes into the house and drags it around, leaving a grease trail across my mom's nice floors. And, like, these were nice parquet floors in this house. Uh-huh. And nice, relatively new carpet. Uh-huh. And he's just dragging the grease stick, the, 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 the grease rope, let's call it, across the, 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 the floor. And that roperoni, that roperoni was around for the rest of the weekend. It, it, he, it took him a long time to gnaw his way through it. He ate it after all that? He didn't finish. I don't think he ever got down to the part that it actually touched the floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, he continued to gnaw on it throughout the weekend. I mean, <laughs> like, he didn't actually eat a lot. He, I think it was just genetics, you know, made him kind of tubby. But, I mean, he, he, he largely grew out of it. But, I mean... Like, yeah, he just kind of was gnawing on this thing all fucking weekend. It's like a giant hamster with diarrhea. (laughs) I don't understand what you said. 
Roperoni just seems like the kind of thing that would give you diarrhea. I'm sure it did. I'm, I'm sure it did. Because young Master Jenkins at this point in his life was still quite young, maybe uh, four or five years old. Yeah. And, uh, what a fat five-year-old kid. <laughs> a pepperoni stick bigger than he is. Yes, that's why it drowned. And, uh, and, and so, as such, had not learned any sort of taboo regarding nudity. That's beautiful. It's like an Andy Leibovitz photograph. Yeah, no, he, he <laughs> ran around naked. Wow. With the roperoni. Oh my god. Waving it around. He was worldly enough to know it would be funny if he made it look like it was his dick. (laughs) (laughs) I was enormously uncomfortable with this (laughs) happening in my house because if he had snuck into the background of a photograph, (laughs) we all would have gone away for a long time. That, to me is the essence of what family means. It means somehow, through no fault of your own, Uh you are connected for life to people who will set out on a quest for a kite and come home with a roperoni and then run around nude, flapping it around (laughs) like some kind of immense pepperoni dick. By the way, there was a kite in the basement the whole time. My dad was waiting for us with it when we got back. We went out in the yard and we flew it. No big deal. Um, and that's what family reunions are all about, Cassie. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it hap- that, That's what happens. Roperonis and fucking naked children and just fuck. Fuck! Phrasing. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss on Yeah, Pepper oh my god, week. please, just whatever, man. I mean, I didn't know this topic was going to lead us down this road, but here we are. So, hey, if you want to see your topic turn from whatever beautiful thing you had in mind and just have us drag it screaming into the realm of crawling nightmares. Like then, a four-foot roperoni. Like a roperoni, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Send your topics to topics at thebeak.org. Uh, you can also get this to get those to us at uh, breakfastwiththebeak.tumblr.com, uh, facebook.com slash breakfastwiththebeak. Uh, you can tweet us at, at thebeak and at Doc Heisenberg. Yeah. Uh, we're also on Google+. Plus. Yes, we are, if uh, you really care. You find us all over the internet. We're fun. Send us anything. We'll do something. Well, not anything, but most things. Yeah, generally. Yeah. Yeah. No, no dick pics, but other than that, well, maybe. I don't want any dick pics. I mean, if you want to, I mean, I'd be happy to have some blackmail to hold over your head. Uh, I mean, send us a topic to discuss on the show. Yeah. Or write uh, an interesting question or something. Yeah, that... Yeah. You can do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not really a dick pic, but whatever. You know, I'm... <laughs> send Johnny your dick pics. Well, don't, Not but me. I get... Don't send them at all, but if you have to, I guess send them to me. I don't... (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Look, until next week, just disregard the entire dick pic conversation. Have a good breakfast, everybody. Have a good breakfast, dicks. This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.